sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. What does it mean to be a Christian? It's one of the most basic questions that we can ask about our faith, and it's the one that we're going to be asking and hopefully answering today on Ignition. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, and we want to set your faith ablaze so that you might live the adventure that comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ. Before we get into today's topic, we want you to know that we love listener feedback. So if you've got questions about today's episode, or if you have ideas for future episodes, please contact us. The easiest way to do so is by email, and the address is ignition at sfcatholic.org. Again, ignition at sfcatholic.org. I'm joined in studio today by a new guest, a first-timer, a rookie, Tony Mankey. Hey, Tony. Hello. Tony, would you mind introducing yourselves to our listeners? Because you've never been on Ignition for before, for them to know who you are. Absolutely. Uh, so my name is Tony Menke. I am originally from St. Paul, Minnesota. Um, ben, I moved to Sioux Falls about six, seven years ago. Uh, married, Carrie, formerly Carrie Clausen. Uh, she's from Sioux Falls, which led us to move here, be close to her family. Um, father of four children, uh, Xavier, Colette, Avila, and Rose. Uh, Rose's feast days today, which yes, I found out at right. Mass. Yes. So I still have time to <laughs> tell her that. <laughs> that's right. She's two. She won't hold a grudge. That's right. Uh, and uh, I work for the Catholic Community Foundation for Eastern South Dakota, um, heading up their operations. Great. So um, the, the this question that I want to pose to you is one that I ask oftentimes, not always the first time somebody's on Ignition, but I thought um, because you've been involved in ministry and discipleship and evangelization for, for many years, uh, and, and so it's a question that I do like to ask listeners, especially who have been practitioners, uh, and, and kind of what the, the, the reason why, so kind of for you, but also for our listeners, I think there's all sorts of ways where sometimes we can have ideas about that the, the basics of what it means to be a Christian about Christianity, um, but maybe we've slightly gotten it wrong around the edges, or maybe we're sort of focusing on one thing but neglecting something else. So this is a, a series, really, of of, uh, of ignition or a, a series within ignition where I'll ask folks, "What does it mean to be a Christian?" So you're the next one up on this 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 series. Uh, uh, of that question, what does it mean to be a Christian? So, Tony, what's your initial answer to that question? Which I prepped you for, by the way, about half an hour ago. I think, <laughs> Tony, let's talk about this. That's a generous time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I think I've had a collection of thoughts in the last half an hour yeah. of what that could be. Um, and I think I would start, you know, when I think of what it means to be Christian, I think of the phrase, God is love. Mm which again is once used many times, but a lot of it, I think what involves me being Christian, what Christianity means stems off of that. And I'll give you a couple of examples of why I think that one is, uh, when we think of, uh, our identity, our identity as Christians, what does that mean? Well, it means we're sons and daughters of Christ and everything that comes with it. It means that he gives us his love and that love and our identity flowing from that um, gives us who we are, and everything flows from that. I'm sure on this show you've talked about relationship, identity, and mission right. yep. uh, in the past, and that's a, that's a really key piece to this is out of that relationship, out of that love comes our identity. Um, it's something that I tell my kids every night before they go to bed. I ask who they are, uh, and they, they answer a son of God or a daughter of God. Um, and if 
we start bedtime early enough, I get to dive more into that or to say, like, don't you realize he's the king of the universe that makes you a princess? Uh, and that's so important. It, it feeds everything we do. It feeds our mission in life, and it means what we are Christian. Our sonship, our daughtership reflects our father uh, right. in the way that we live it out. And so it impacts our actions and how we treat others. It impacts how we go about our lives and our actions. And uh, our identity, if, if we reflect Christ's love in the way that we are, it shows that we are Christian. It, it feeds that identity. Um, so I think of it in that way. I also think of it, you know, you talked about the... Okay, so hold on. Oh, please, That's, so go for it. Unpack yes. that. So that was yes. like, oh my gosh, this is great. <laughs> so, like, and we can't just leave it like... So anyway, please. moving on yes. to it. So yes. it's unpacking that a little bit. So you, yeah, relationship identity mission, it's out of our relationship with God, in our relationship with God, that we discover who we are and what he has called us to do. I love that. And and we have talked about it, but it may have been a little while since we used the, the terms, so I'm glad you raised them again. Um, so uh, I... So, God is love. God's love. I am a beloved son, a beloved daughter of the Father. Uh, two things um, come to mind uh, when you say that. One, I think a lot of times people people take that too much as just uh, basically the Christian version of a Hallmark card saying, and we don't re- like we see it as a metaphor. You know, like you um, like you might say to your wife, I might say to my wife, give some beautiful like you're as beautiful as the sun uh, shining as it rises or whatever. But we mean that metaphorically. Uh, but when we say that we're beloved son or daughter of God, we mean that in a really literal way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we, we can maybe talk about that. But I think just to emphasize, that's not just a metaphor. That There's truth to that because through the sacramental life of the church, we become children of our Heavenly Father. Little brothers, little sisters of Jesus, the King of Kings, as, as you said, and so on. But the thing that I'm, so I think to emphasize that, but the thing that I'm curious, Tony Menke, for you personally, like how do you avoid, because yeah, you, God is love. We say that a lot. In our circles, we say a lot. Uh, I am, a, I am. you are a beloved child of God. How do you, either yourself personally or maybe as a dad uh, or as a husband, how do you prevent that from becoming just a, a Christian cliche that we yeah. say? How do you like really like, no, this is like, really true guys or really, this is hey tony this is really re- this is i mean this when i say this to myself or to my kids how, how do you do that uh two things pop to mind one is what i said with my kids uh part of it's for them and part of it's for right, me right right you know? so saying it to them reinforces it for you every night okay every night i want it to be the last thought in their minds and that i think the other way and i have this example actually um i'm uh if if people are familiar with uh, love languages, one of my love languages is words of affirmation. Yeah. And if there's people in my life that don't have that love language and they don't tend towards that, uh, sometimes that can impact me because that's sure. how I receive love. Yep. Um, if those people are people that I look up to or are really important in my lives and that's something that they just don't do, uh, I think when I forget that I'm a beloved son of God, that impacts me in a deeper way. Because I'm looking for that love somewhere. We want to be loved. We want to be loved in a capacity that we were created for. And when we search for it here on earth, it'll never be met. Right. It's just impossible. Yep. Uh, we look at the, today's world and the broken families. Uh, is a perfect example of this. Uh, even when you have a mother and father all the way through childhood and they're doing the best that they can, they have human, the human condition Amen. makes it inadequate. And whenever I run into that, and that happens at different points, you know, 
each day or at least a number of times a week. Uh, it's that reminder to me of the love that I search for, the fullness, the completeness of that can only come from my Heavenly Father. And it's that reminder that I need to remember that being a son of God isn't just status. It isn't just a mm. hallmark. Um, it's a reality in which what I desire most in my life, that, that joy, happiness, that love needs to come from him. And the only way I can share even a glimpse of that with others is if I allow that to flow through me. Um, and so for me, the reminder is those moments where uh, earth falls short. Mm. Uh, the, the relations in my life fall short and it kicks into me due to my, a lot of my reversion has to do with that piece and that's where I, I think it, it, ground, it goes deeper within me each time. So I'm curious um, if for you, so, so you have uh, an experience of, of yeah, uh, earth falling short, as you said. How quick are you now to make that transition? Like, cause I think for a lot of us, for me, I think I'm getting quicker, but I know for a long time you have those, those experiences of, you know, others falling short reality, if you will falling short and, um, you might want to throw, some people might throw a pity party. Some people might get mad at it. And, and it's only later if, if at all, but for many of us, for me, for a long time, it was only later, like a day or more like, <laughs> Oh, like an awareness of no, that God was really present to me in that, an awareness of His love and so on. I'm curious, like for you now, uh, what's the lag time? Are you have you are you pretty quick to to make that turn? You know, I would say I'm pretty quick for the most part. The funny thing is, is uh, what I catch myself doing sometimes, and it's kind of like this sneaky way that this is still happening in my life, is I'll find myself within a conversation trying to prove. I deserve their love. Oh yeah, and that yeah. could come in multiple ways of like, look what I did, yep, or yep. whatever it might be. Uh, but I'm clearly entering or going about that conversation, trying to draw attention to whatever I accomplished or what I did because I'm searching for their love. Yep, that I'm missing, that yep. I feel like I'm missing, and that's that's the sneaky one for me. Mm. Uh, that I'll catch afterwards, maybe, or my beautiful wife will let me know, you know, and help because she knows this. And we've had these conversations uh, to be able to see that. Um, and there's certain relationships in my life I still find myself every now and then falling into those old habits that I need to, I need to remind myself. I need to uh, reorient myself in the right way. Um, and so I'd like to say that I'm quick, but it's still, it still, it bites me every now and Not, then. Yeah. Amen. Amen, brother. Uh, I'm with you. <laughs> same thing for me. Like I, um, I sometimes can make a mountain of molehill and I'm pretty quick to recognize, oh, oh, quit it, quit it, yep. stop, stop. Yep. Um, no, the Lord's with me in this, whatever it is, whether it really is a molehill or maybe it is a mountain, like the Lord's with me in this and I am a beloved son of the father. Um, okay. So. Going back, I cut you off earlier because <laughs> you gave it one great answer. So what was what was number two or part B or whatever it was? Part B uh, that came to mind within this. Uh, so part of my story um, is that I did on-campus ministry. Mm -hmm. and so one of the questions I always encountered and one thing that we always talked about was commandments uh, and talking about the laws of God. Um, and one thing that's played a huge part of my life is seeing the commandments and seeing um, the ways that Christ 
asked us to live out our Christianity mm. um, as uh, not restricting freedom, but providing freedom. And so that, and that's the love piece. Is, is it someone who loves us and created us and is helping us to see uh, the way that we can live out our humanity in the way that we are created? Or is it someone that's trying to keep us from being happy? And it's so easy to think of it in that way. And I've encountered a lot of people, and I've experienced this in many ways, of like it's just restricting. Right. You know, and I, I always love the analogy that I've heard a number of speakers give of like uh, a piano, of uh, who's the most free? Is it me who had very little lessons? Um, who's most free to play music on a piano? Yep. Is it me with very little lessons? Or is it Mozart? Now, Mozart, there's rules to piano, yep. and there's things you need to know, and there's practice and work and instruction, but within that, and, and a living within that, provides him the opportunity to, to play beautiful music. I can touch a piano, and it'll be very broken, and it won't be considered free to play these beautiful songs. Right. Um, how can we see this in the way of it's coming from love? And that's been a big part of like living Christianity. When we think of Christianity, we think of all the rules. Uh, yep. <laughs> and we yep. think of all the restrictions and all the things you have to remember and the things that will never change, but maybe it'll change, and all the conversations that come with that. I think a big part of Christianity is being able to see those out of love and from a creator as opposed to someone that doesn't want you to have fun. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about keeping it out. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I reminded you speaking there about how um, Pope Benedict had said with regard to all the rules. And as you were talking there, I'm like, perfect, because people are like, there, see, 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 it's all about the rules. I knew it. I knew it. It's about the rules. This making guys talk about the rules again. That's why. That's what it's all about. Um, and reminded of how Pope Benedict once said that be behind all of the, if you will, nose of the command, because the, a lot of the, the the literal actual ten commandments from the from from the Bible, from the Old Testament, from Exodus, um, most of them are "Thou shalt not." So there's nose. But Pope Benedict uh, said, I was going to say famously said, but it's famous in our circles at least um, that behind all of those nose is one great yes. Yes to God's love for me. Yes to his delight in me. Yes to his desire for my freedom. So uh, I, I'm curious like how you, um, so I got a question for you that I want you to answer in just a minute. The question is going to be, how do you help people get sort of past that common understanding about, it's just about the rules in the negative sense, God doesn't want us to have fun, and to see them, the, the metaphor you used, but I'd love to hear more about how you have found um, fruit in helping people understand these rules are in fact about our freedom. But in just a moment, because in case, folks, if you're just tuning in, uh, I'm Chris Bergwell talking today with Tony Mankey about what does it mean to be a Christian? That may be one way to articulate the most basic question about about Christianity. What does it mean to be a Christian? So we sort of started, Tony, with uh, God is love and unpacking the reality of it's in our relationship with God that we find our who we are, our identity as sons or daughters of God, and then our mission from that. Uh, but this, this other uh, second answer that you're giving, um, it's about in his commandments— we actually find freedom. So again, I think it's a bold, it's it's a common claim uh, in some circles, but it's still one that I think for a lot of people, uh, even a lot of faithful Catholics, is probably still a little bit foreign. So I'm wondering if you can unpack it a little bit. Yeah, I, I would say, I mean, the biggest, first we got to truly believe God loves us. Mm. If you can't, if you can't get to that point, 
it's so hard to make this mindset shift. You know, it's, uh, I'm always impressed by people that have conversions starting with the intellectual. Yeah. They always fascinate me because I think it's so hard to go from the intellectual conversion down to their heart. We'll have to talk about that sometime because that's me. <laughs> anyway. Oh no! And I and I, I have a brother. I, you know. I have a brother-in-law to say. You know, like I, many people, and I find that fascinating. My, yeah. I mean, mine started in my heart, and I had yep. wounds that needed to be healed, and, yep. and it, it came from there. Um, but again, like we have to know of His love, and that could be a whole segment in and of itself. Of how we know His love and, and feel His love, but that's part of it is to know His love, and then it's a lot easier. And then it's getting that mindset set recognized you know part of it is that a lot of people you know again when i was dealing with college it's not even something that's often talked about uh in even like those that grew up in catholic school like it still seems like being a mindset shift that needs to be identified needs to be uh seen within their lives um but then look at it as far as experience like and, and be able to ask those questions like we're not a faith that doesn't allow questioning amen and you can't be afraid to. Yep. Like, and, and that's where, like, sometimes when you say it's all about the rules, it makes it feel like don't ask questions. Right. Just follow. Oh, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. And that's, you got to break that down. That's that's terrible. And it, you're supposed to wrestle with it because in that wrestling is where, where you get that, you get that love. You get that sense of love and understanding of, like, okay, when he said, do not steal, how is that, how, how is he loving me through that? How is he recognizing my human realities? Um, and so diving into that, you have to know that he loves you. Um, you have to uh, have that mindset shift clearly identified. And then you have to ask those questions and where there's still struggle, which it just doesn't make sense. You know, you talk about the social teachings of the church and how much that comes up, especially nowadays. Of Like, why is the church teaching this? Right. This seems unloving. Yep. Ask those questions yep. and be able to to be open to those answers, yep. and, and, and that's and that's kind of where I take them down. Uh, yeah. So um, earlier when you you gave you went with the music direction on rules, and I was really expecting you to go with the sports direction because that's a common uh, another way to yes. you know who's more free in basketball, uh, LeBron James or Chris Bergwald. Well, definitely LeBron James, uh, but I can do whatever. I want. So, yeah, yeah. and the reason yep. I want to actually go to that metaphor for because the rules, like the rules of basketball, are arbitrary. Like, why can't they just pick up the ball and run down the court? Why do I have to dribble? Well, because they said so. That's not how the rules of our faith are. Like, they're not completely arbitrary. They speak to the truth of who I am. It's uh, it, it's in the rules that I um, discover how to fully flourish. So they're not completely arbitrary. Like, why can't I drive down the left side of the road? Well, you'll get an accident, first of all. But let's say it was completely empty. That, that, that is, the road was empty. It is an arbitrary rule that we make in order to make our life together uh, <laughs> more harmonious and less crashy. Um, but but a, rules of sports or some of the rules of sports, yeah, some of those are totally arbitrary um, just for the sake of the fun of the game or whatever. But the rules of our faith aren't arbitrary. They speak to the truth of who we are. Uh, my The example that I oftentimes give here is, um, am I free to put orange juice in the tank, the gas tank of my car. Well, sure. 
well, that's just a rule that Ford said or Chrysler or Chevy. I'm who are they to? Yeah, you can, but it's not going to work very well for you. And similarly, the rules, if you were the commandments that God has revealed to us, can I violate them? Am I free to violate them? Sure. But you'll be more miserable. I'll be more miserable. I've been more miserable when I do so. That's the other kind of angle that I'll take. Another, Even going away from commandments, say the sacraments. I had a conversation with someone one time. It was during an interview weekend for Focus. Uh, we got off topic, but it was a beautiful topic <laughs> uh, in which we talked about confession. Mm. And like, why can't I just, you know, in my prayer internally say I'm sorry and be forgiven instead of going and telling a priest my sins? And it's it's recognizing God created us, knows how we function yep. and what we need, and it is incredibly important for our own human healing and human beings to verbally say out loud and to put it in the light. There's a thing where we keep things in the dark. It, it grows, it festers, and it doesn't go away. Uh, when we bring things to the light, we, we allow ourselves to be accountable to it on a human level in the way that we're created. This yeah. is really <clears throat> crucial and important. And God knows this because he created us, and he's asking us within the sacrament of confession to go and talk to tell a priest our sins because we'll grow in humility. We'll have the, the healing that he wants us, and then he'll pour out his grace on top of it. And so... It's seeing that not simply in the sense of, like, uh, God wants what's best for us, and he created us in a very specific way. He's the one that holds the manual. Yep. And from that manual, he's given us uh, what we need through the commandments and, and the church. Amen. So it took me about uh, six minutes or so left. So um, we started with, so the question again, uh, what does it mean to be a Christian? So we started with God is love uh, and as us finding our identity in that relationship with him, his love for us, each each of us individually, personally, to be explicit about that. Then we kind of went this, this, this what we've been spending um, the last little bit on is how it's, it's by living in the teachings that he's revealed to us, whether it be the moral commandments or things like the sacraments, to use the example that you were just giving. It's in those that we find um, I don't know if we use this term or not, but full freedom, uh, true happiness, full flourishing, that sort of thing. Um, what else, when you think about, or maybe you want to elaborate on one of those, but when you think about what does it mean to be a Christian, uh, any other aspects to it that you think would be helpful for us to think about, uh, or maybe anything else that you want to elaborate in, in, in your first two answers? I think it would be bad if I didn't say the word prayer okay. at some point. <laughs> what does it mean to be a Christian? Well, it's a lot about what you do. And... You know, and that's, and again, stemming from God is love. I, again, part of my reversion was a huge point of grew up Catholic following the rules yep. and knowing his love and, and learning that through prayer. And not just, you know, there's an importance part about, uh, you know, I don't, can't, the, the term escapes me, the pre-written prayers as opposed to more, uh, you know... Or the formulaic prayers. Yeah. Formulated prayers. Yep, as yep. Po- as opposed to more free form and, yep. and being able to speak. But even something like Lexio Divina, it was incredibly eye-opening to be able to... What now? That, yeah. yeah. For those that don't know Lexio <laughs> Divina, I was going to say it, I thought that. Uh, to be able to look at... To pray with Scripture in a way that God lives outside of time. Mm-hmm. And therefore, when, when He gave us Scripture, Scripture's written in a way that kept us in mind every moment of our life within the words and to read them as such. Um, and that's played, that's opened up and to pray with it as such. And so 
open up scripture, whether it's your daily readings or um, your favorite gospel passage or whatever it might be, or you can do the Bible roulette and open up to a page, whatever it might be, uh, to be able to pray with that and say, not only what, what is God trying to convey uh, at the time, during this time, in this message, what does it mean to me today, Yeah, in this moment? Um, that opened a whole new door to God's love for me. That that changed I'm a son of God within theory to um, he loves me because it's amazing when you pray and you allow that to seep into you to be able to say, man, he loves me so much that when this was written and at the beginning of time, like just to think about at the very beginning of time, he had us in mind mm-hmm. and he had our place in history in mind and knew and desired and loved us from the beginning and will for all eternity. Like That's mind boggling. You get a snippet of that in Lexia Divina and knowing this scripture passage was written and you wanted me to read this today. Why is that? What, what's he trying to convey to me? What is he helping me to see, to understand, to grow in? Um, and how can I ask him for help because I can't do this alone? That's, that's to me where it took a whole new level for me. Of I'm a son of God that's beloved, that he, one of my favorite books is Soul of the Apostle, and it goes on to explain, he gives a metaphor for uh, this explanation, but he kind of shows how God keeps us into existence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if he ever forgets about us just for a millisecond, we cease to exist. Yep. That, that, that's, 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 that's love. That's love in a way that earth will always fall short and we need to come to him for it. Um, and the way that we can continue to grow in that and grow deeper into that is through prayer. I'm so glad that you you brought that up and that we're going to be closing with this because one of the things about you know, starting with God is love, again, kind of hallmark you know, mm-hmm. cliche, Christian cliches like, oh yeah, blah, 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 God is love, blah, blah, I've heard that. Da, da, da. No, but <laughs> so, we, so we have kids that you want to, no, no, I mean, I'm, I'm really serious <laughs> about this. And I think it's it's especially, I mean, we sometimes there are those just overwhelming, like God just hits us with the awareness kind of out of the blue, but that really that awareness of his personal love for me uh, is deepened through my prayer. Um, so it's so powerful when we have that sort of initial awakening to the reality that, no, God doesn't just love all of us or God doesn't just love everybody. No, he loves Chris Bergwald and Tony Makey and Elise Benner, who's behind the wheel here. Um <laughs> Every single person God loves in a personal way, but we 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 can hear that we can forget about it. We that's it's like a little um, I don't know, a little shoot or a little plant that's just sprouting, and we have to nurture that awareness um, through our prayer, like being in regular conversation. It's just like any relationship, like you and I we're, we're married, so our relationship with our our wives is going to deepen to the extent that I am that you are, that I am in regular conversation with our wives. And so that's what prayer is as well. So I become more aware of Jermaine's love for me to the extent that I'm actually communicating with her. (laughs) Um, If I didn't talk to her, does she really love me? Like, am I putting myself in a position where I can receive that love for her? So Tony, really glad that you uh, ended um, with that note of God's love. In the last 10 seconds, anything (laughs) else you want to add? Uh. No, I, I think, again, living out our sonship and daughtership, uh, diving deeper into what that means, um, being formed and continuing to grow our knowledge because the more you know about God, the more opportunities you have to love Him. Amen. Uh, so Great. Thanks, Tony, for being here. Folks, that'll wrap, this episode, wrap up this episode of Ignition. Again, you can email us, ignition at sfcatholic.org with any questions. Thanks and God bless.